This is Chat and Spin Radio. Keep it locked on chatandspinradio.com. Brilliant track there from Mr. Blue Sky, ELO, and thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm very delighted to introduce my next guest is the incredible author, Marin Corcoran. Marin, thanks so much for coming on the show. How are you today? Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, it's great to speak to you. And um, I've been reading your book, The Peacock Room. Brilliant book. It's um, a really captivating um, page turner. It's got a beautiful cover. And uh, that's one of three books that you've written already? Uh, four. I've got four published. Yeah. And I'm, I'm still going. I've only been writing for 10 years. So Great. I've got yeah. a pace to go yet. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you've done so many interesting things, Marin. I know you started off um, in New Zealand and you were a model. You've had your own fashion boutique. And you've even worked at PR for a champagne company, which sounds sounds quite a tough job. <laughs> oh, someone has to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, and now you're a writer. So, how did you kind of gravitate to writing, Marin? Well, I've always been a salesperson. I guess that's what you'd say. If you're entrepreneurial. Great. And um, I started about 12 years ago. I had a very bad health scare and I had oh. to cease all my businesses, if you like, and yeah. take all the stress out of my life. And the outcome was not known at that time. And my husband actually said, why don't you sit down and do what you've always fantasized about, which is writing a book or, or in my words, storytelling. So I guess I was forced into the position because I'm hyperactive and energetic. So to sit and write um, takes a lot of discipline. So I guess I was forced into that position. And at the same time that happened, we relocated down to the south of France to a town called Monton, which is on the French-Italian border. So the contrast of being, if you like, in the entrepreneurial and corporate world of, you know, a major city like London to going and living in a small town where I didn't have such social Um, you know, reactions because I didn't speak fluent French. Um, I was sort of, it was an opportunity, if you like, to take stock and uh, write my first book, which I did. Mm, Excellent. And Maren, when do you find is your best time for writing? Are you a morning person or night? Yes, definitely. I get up and exercise uh, first thing, either swim or big walk, Lovely. and then like like to be at the desk by 9am, but I can only do a maximum of a five-hour stretch. Five hours, I, brilliant. That's yeah. a long time, well, yeah. Well, that's the longest I can do. It could be anywhere between two and five, but I usually set a word count um, yeah. goal for the day of about 2,000 words, okay. and then then I feel that I've achieved something. But as a writer, well, from the way I operate, I have to have a lot of thinking time and imagining time. Of course. So um, I, you know, I that, that sets me up for then sitting down and writing. And then 
the great thing about technology, you can research as you go along on Google. Of course, um, yeah, that's interesting. But the most enjoyable thing is going out to actual locations and researching, which where we live amongst many me- medieval hill villages through in Italy and, and France is, is what I love doing. So hence my stories are based around a historic fact, but woven mm-hmm. with fiction. Yeah, yeah, it's a brilliant story, and uh, it really draws you in. I, I, I loved reading your book, The Peacock for Merrin. It's really great. And I just want to: Do you plan everything as well before you actually start to write, or does it yeah. right? Yeah, yes, absolutely. So, you. My belief, for me anyway, is you need a beginning, a middle, and an end, and there's a method. Um, in creative writing called The Hero's Journey, and I use that. So I have 20 points, and I put them on Ah, a um, full-scat page. And then, you know, you want to take the reader in, then you want to bring them up and weave through so they want to keep reading and you have significant things that happen with your heroine along the way. So, yes, I have to plan it. A lot of things evolve. Sometimes my characters take off on their own. Yeah. They go to a place I hadn't intended, and it feels quite magical, actually, Mm. that you end up being and doing things in the story you hadn't anticipated. But that's the joy I get as, as a writer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And how did you feel, Marin, when you finished your first book? Tell us a little bit. How was that process? Well, it's interesting looking back. It was an amazing feeling. And I wasn't really writing to get it published. I was writing it for my own. Um, I got it published in a minor way with somebody in London um, who, you know, helped me, but it wasn't really a big publishing deal or anything. But right, it was once, yeah. it went to, once it went to Kindle, it, it sold sold like wildfire. And oh, excellent. I, yeah, so it was good. However, 10 years later, I can see how badly edited it was and I, all the things I've learnt over this period of time um, – I've gone back and rewritten the book, not changed the story, but edited it, and it actually gets relaunched in second edition next week. Okay. So I'm actually yeah, quite excited about that. So yeah. it's been optioned for a TV series. So um, Is it brilliant? Ter- That's exciting times. Yeah, very yeah. excited about that. Yeah, excellent. And do you feel, Marin, that the kind of the world of writing has kind of opened up a bit more now because, you know, with the opportunity to use things like Kindle to publish oneself, to, there isn't such a kind of gatekeeper's attitude to uh, writers or what do you feel? To- totally. It's both with a movie, TV making and books. Okay. The thing is... 
anybody now, it's not the big publishing houses where you had to wait for, you had to try and get an agent who liked you. Then they had to try and get you a publisher. And the publishers had all the control. Now you can take total control because Mm. of Amazon. And I always say selling your soul to Amazon. But (laughs) the fact is they're the biggest retailer in the world and they're the biggest book retailer in the world. And this pandemic has heightened that. You can you can order a book one day and it's delivered to your door the next globally mm-hmm. it, from anywhere. And for authors um, who want to be independent, um, it's a fantastic service. So if you have an agent, you have a publisher, you have a retailer, you end up with about maybe 10% if you're lucky of the sale. Mm. If you publish on Amazon, you get 70% and it doesn't cost you anything. And oh, really? So, okay. Yeah, so um, I think the whole way of publishing in the past is almost over and they yeah. re- they're all taking over each other and buying each other out because it's getting smaller and smaller as and people um, will have much, have much more choice now. And I don't know if you read it. I think it was in the Times last weekend. Women authors have come into their own, whereas they never really got much of a look. And it was something like 60% of well-known authors were male. Okay. And they were ma- male stories. Yeah. And that that's all changed because women don't need to go to a big publisher. They can you know, they can publish them themselves or independently, as we say, mm-hmm. online. Yeah, that's that's amazing. And, Marin, when you're writing, do you tend to just focus on your own writing or do you like reading a lot of other authors too? I don't think any writer can write well unless they're well read. That's okay. my opinion. Yeah. And okay. I am a prolific reader mm. and um, I get very inspired with my, for my own work by reading another story or another author mm-hmm. who's usually much better than me. So, mm-hmm. no, I like... Who do I you like? Read, um, well, my heroine, if you like, is Santa Montefiore. Oh, and yes, yeah. She's a very commercial female romantic fiction writer and I know her and I knew her before when she was young getting married she actually um, had a lot of her trousseau made in my um, fashion house that I had and I just love to have watched her journey and she is just the most fabulous storyteller but I like I like reading everything biographies I love reading stories about World War Two I like reading stories where the woman is the heroine, probably mm. more than male orientated. Yeah. Okay, that's a, that's a great mix. And so you're you're based in London, but you also have a place in Monton in South France. And uh, how much time do you tend to uh, spend in each place, Marin? Well, ideally fifty fifty, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadly, with Brexit, we have to all be a bit careful now because... Oh, of course, that's right, like three months or something, isn't it? Mm. Yes, it's, it, 
in any six-month period, you've just got to work it out. So it can it can still be done, but um, mm-hmm. it's not as easy just jumping on a plane, coming backwards and forwards when you want to now. So um, yeah, but it's changed. If you, it's easier and less distracting for me to write in France than in Lon- London. There's okay. always something. Yeah. going on that yeah. I want to go to. Yeah, absolutely. And before you lived in London, you've travelled quite a lot. Um, where are some of your other favourite places, Marin, to go to? In the world? Yeah. Well, I guess, like, very clichéd, um, Paris is one of my favourite. But I love Bangkok and I love my birth country of New Zealand yeah, I wouldn't, want to, live there. I wouldn't mm. want to live there full time mm. um, but it's absolutely magical um, mm-hmm. it's you know very awesome is the word when it comes to the scenery and and you know it's just wonderful but mm. we were caught up there in the devastating earthquake oh, about goodness, 11 yeah. years ago so that really put me off and there are a lot of earthquakes and you know natural disasters happen so I sort of like to avoid places where where there's volcanic activity Mm. if you like Mm. under the ground. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit more calmer, France and London. And I was just going to ask, Marin, with your books, how long does it take you to um, finish the book from start to finish, from the initial idea to the writing to, to when it's been published? Twelve months. Twelve um, months, okay. Because I want to have a life as well. I don't want to just sit there day after day, you know, I like doing other things and I'm a, I am work for my daughter part-time in her film yes, business. Yes, that sounds I'm incredible. A, yeah, your daughter's an actress. A, she's, um, she is an actress, but she's more a writer-producer and has her own film company. So, okay, um, excellent. So we both, um, she writes scripts, I write novels and, you know, we, I go and help execute executive produce with her when she's making something and she has a daughter my granddaughter so I like to help yeah Mm -hmm. I like to be a grandma as well yeah amazing so what are some of the films that your daughter is um involved in because I saw there's there's one which had like Jack Davenport and uh, yes now that's um that just was fantastic that was her first big one and that made the cinema and Netflix called The Stolen. Oh, right. yeah, it's, I remember um, mm-hmm. you can, um, It's on Prime, I think, now. Mm-hmm. And through doing that, she has been commissioned to make a TV series of the same name. Oh, um, right. And that's what um, – She's just in uh, pre-production for that, for shooting next year. Okay. So um, Jack Davenport was gorgeous. I got to pick him up at the airport. Oh, nice one. Look after him. (laughs) Yeah. Very charming man. You get the hardest jobs, Marin. You really do, I think. But, no, that sounds great. I was just going to ask as well, Marin, um, being an accomplished, successful writer and now with – several books under your belt, what would be your advice to anyone starting out or, you know, who's got an idea, oh, I want to write a book, or what would you say to them to do? 
well, sit down and do it. Don't talk about it. doesn't matter if you don't know how to. Just sit down, get your paper, get your pen, have a beginning, a middle, and an end. And even if you don't have the end, start writing. Yeah. You've, you've got to, and then you'll find, you'll learn things as you go along. But you need, as I said before, to read a lot. And when you're reading... What you enjoy reading, analyze why you enjoy it. Is it the way it's written? Yeah. Do you like things? And mm-hmm. then, then apply the things you like about that to the way you write your story. Mm-hmm. But Excellent. people talk a lot about it or they say to me, oh, I've got a really good story I could tell you. And I <laughs> say, well, I've got a lot of my own. Why don't you write your very good yeah absolutely people do like to talk but you know it's a lot better having written than uh just in the process of writing it can be quite a full-on uh well you know it's it's a really big task writing a book i've done it i've not written any fiction but i've written two reference books and it's still really demanding isn't it just to get up yeah. and write every day for the words but um it's 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 all about discipline right you know, yeah i think i think um, time management we've got yeah to, yeah we've got to find that somewhere deep within us we've got to bring up and say set a routine for the day yeah and even though you want to be more spontaneous once you do that and you have that routine with writing, you can be spontaneous within your work. And mm-hmm. the, the wonderful thing about writing instead of running businesses, I never have to compromise with anyone. I can just live in my imagination. Wonderful. And, you know, when you, as you know, when you've got a business or you're working with people, not that it's a burden, but you always have to compromise. Oh, well, that won't work because of this, or sure. I don't want to upset them, or. You know, you've got to pay the bills. Absolutely, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitting and sitting, writing a story, you can just live. You can make it anything you want in your imagination. Yeah, I think that must be one of the best things. It's funny because a lot of authors that I've interviewed, and they all say that is the freedom of being in your own imagination. I just think that must be that must be brilliant. Just to live in your own world, really, isn't it? That you created. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. And Marin, have you got any events or anything coming up? Or are do will you do any book, uh, book launch events in the next few months? Or how can people find out more about you? Okay, well, I've just had a massive launch in London. Okay, and great. I only do a book launch when I have a new book out, which has just happened. It's called Behind... The Butterfly Gate, and it's doing really well. You can buy all my books, download the audio or the Kindle, all on Amazon, which is very easy. Sure. And um, I'm very happy to go and do book events anywhere if I'm invited. Yeah. So if anyone's listening and I enjoy talking about motivating writers, um, the writer's journey, all those sorts of things. So if anyone was interested, I'm happy to travel and do that. Great. Um, And I've got a website, 
it's my own name and yeah. uh, author Facebook page. So um, I'm I'm everywhere. You can buy my <laughs> books very easily. Excellent. Great. Well, Marin, thank you so much for coming on the show. Marvellous to speak to you and uh, good luck, all the best with the next book. And yeah, hopefully you, you might come on again another time. It's I would great. love to. And thank you for inviting me.